0: Hey there fiends and welcome back to that horror watch podcast it's your host christy and today i'm going to be talking about the i guess you would call it a limited series called Dahmer on netflix and it's created by ryan murphy who i have a love-hate relationship with i became a fan of his when i started watching the show nip tuck And even there the show had some horror elements so when he came around to creating American Horror Story I was all for it and I loved the first season and then it was like every other season ended up being good maybe but yeah I'm officially done with American Horror Story and American Horror Stories but I have stuck with American Crime Stories so I guess I'll keep on watching that I was hesitant when I I heard about this, but I was sold because of Mr. Evan Peters, who is playing Jeffrey Dahmer. And you would know Evan Peters, again, from American Horror Story. He also played the best, one of the best friends in the movie Kick-Ass. He has played Quicksilver in some Marvel movies. he was also really fantastic in the again limited series mayor of east town which landed him an emmy which was very much well deserved and i want to thank him for getting the philadelphia accent correct because he said wooder (laughs) h2o correctly (laughs) or in the same kind of vernacular that i do and he just overall he's been getting accents pretty fucking well done so hats off to him he made me hate Jeffrey Dahmer even more than I originally did I didn't think it was possible to hate him anymore but here I am and he's made him even more fucking creepy he's got that fucking dead eye stare down pat he's got like I said the voice down pat the mannerisms and I don't know just something about him as an actor he knows how to completely morph into whatever character he needs to and then you're no longer seeing Evan Peters you're seeing whoever this fucking character is and it's so fucking believable And it's, like, it chills you to the fucking bone. And if anyone doesn't know about Jeffrey Dahmer, which I don't know how, he was known as the Milwaukee cannibal. He predominantly went after gay, brown, and black men. And, well, Mm. and a couple of boys in there, too, I have to add. So, my thing is, I... I'm fascinated by true crime I'm fascinated by serial killers because I can't fathom how someone can get to the point of killing another person and then completely mutilating them torturing them eating them like in this case and so I end up watching true crime as a comfort especially when i'm stressed out like as of late i've been stressed out and so i usually go for again like true crime documentaries and even stuff on cults because i like to hear about the survivors and their resilience and being able to rise above what happened to them with the Jeffrey Dahmer case, you, I mean, I haven't, aside from looking up victim impact statements and tiny little interviews, like tiny little blips of fucking interviews from like, especially his neighbor, Glenda Cleveland, who is played by Niecy Nash, who you know from the wonderful Deputy Williams in Reno 911. She's also in the show Claws as Desna Sims, and she's also been on Scream Queens as Denise Hempfell, and she's also been in another true crime. Well, this one's a movie called Stolen by My Mother about the Kamaya Mobley story and she played the woman who kidnapped Kamaya Mobley, and I've been meaning to watch that one. I recently just learned about that. It's a really fucked up story. So, anyway, Nisi plays Gwenda, who's Jeffrey Dahmer's neighbor, who had apparently been calling incessantly for fucking months over not only the fucking smell, but hearing weird fucking noises, hearing Men screaming from his apartment. She even called about the young boy, Conrad, sent this some phone. And uh, the fact that, so this is going to be really graphic, he was basically lobotomized and he had blood running down from his, let's just say, genitals to his legs. Visible. He was butt ass naked too when he escaped Dahmer's fucking apartment. And he was met with two women who told the cops, hey, um, this kid needs help. Like, he couldn't fucking talk because he was basically, you know, he had a hole in his fucking head and he was drugged up. Like, what, what? What's he supposed to fucking do? And then, what do the cops fucking do? They fucking take the word of Dahmer, who's like, Oh no, it's just my boyfriend. He's 19. He doesn't have his ID. He left it. Whoopsie. He's just really drunk. And what they do? They fucking walked his ass back into the fucking apartment with this fucking monster. And he ended up, he ended up fucking dying. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, so above all else, I was angry at the utter incompetence of the fucking police force of Wisconsin. It's fucking mind-boggling, but at the same time, it's not because it's a mixed bag of homophobia and racism. Let's just say it because that's what it fucking was. It It's just fucking unreal because, again, I already knew most of this information but to the fucking extent of it, to actually hear a recreation of an actual phone call that Glenda fucking made and it was brushed off as oh a boyfriend having a lover's quarrel with another boyfriend so not our problem you fucking joking oh my god so I'm not even completely done this show yet I'm on episode 10, which is the last episode. I just haven't finished it. I had to take a break because, you know, again, as much as I enjoy true crime, this shit is just really fucking heavy. It's really fucking heavy. And it's just, ugh. I had to fucking take a break and watch some, like, videos of animals being released back into the wild. That's how much this fucked me up. Sure, I can watch scary movies all day. I can watch, you know, blood and gore and everything, like torture porn. But when it, when I know these are real people, and then I watch the victim impact statements, there's just no way that it doesn't cut and do your soul and affect you. So I feel like that's kind of making my stress a little bit worse. Maybe, I don't know. So, oh, and... Jeffrey Dahmer's dad is played by Richard Jenkins, who you would know from The Shape of Water as Giles. He was the dad in Step Brothers. He, he's just a funny guy. I like him. And it's fucking creepy how much he does look a lot like Jeffrey Dahmer's father. Like, you have to look, I mean, whatever, if you want to or not, that's up to you. But... Oh and Molly Ringwald please his uh stepmother who you would know her from Breakfast Club 16 Candles pretty in pink you know Mo- Molly Ringwald so everyone i feel like everyone is familiar enough with Jeffrey Dahmer. He was a lunar. He he didn't have the best upbringing. He had very emotionally neglectful parents, to the point where he didn't even have any friends. He was very awkward. His mother had mental health problems. She didn't deal with it that great, and then was also very shamed about it, about taking medication, about having depression, and then she had substance abuse problems as well his father was very absent he was always working and then just not very present at all and was a fucking asshole to the whole family so you know not that that gives any excuse for what he did at all i don't give a flying fuck what you've gone through it doesn't excuse you completely disrespect other human beings and you desecrate their bodies And you treat them like they're nothing. Like they're garbage. I I can't have any fucking sympathy for you. And I had a thought about it too. Oh yeah, so... He was also a cannibal and he did weird experiments. He had very bad separation anxiety. He claimed that what he did was trying to create zombies so he could have people never leave him and have total control over other human beings. And I thought about this and I thought for a moment that, oh, well, if he was, let's say he never committed these heinous crimes let's just say that and what if he were to get a real doll would that have prevented a lot of this and i thought about it for like a minute and then i thought no because he had a fucking mannequin and that wasn't enough for him so he had to treat people like they were inanimate objects and they were just fucking science experiments and so it's so fucked up um aside from You know, Conorak, the last boy, and his brother too, mind you, which... Jeffrey Dahmer apparently didn't know that they were related, but the brother, he escaped, thankfully. And, um, yeah. The other one that affected me, probably, well, they all affected me deeply. I ended up crying for each of them, and I'm trying not to cry now as I'm thinking about it. But, uh, Tony Hughes, who was a deaf man who also was mute, he couldn't speak, and that fucking horrifies me too because apparently they had a little bit more of a relationship than the others the other victims because i guess with tony he kind of had to form more of a bond with him perhaps it wasn't like a you know like a oh hey here's some money type of deal or like him trying to pass it off like it's some hookup or something and uh that that fucking broke my heart the fact that he couldn't have even screamed if he wanted to and no one heard it oh and again I'm trying not to fucking cry this is just so fucking sad um I do I do want more I don't know like as much as I want to understand why that piece of shit did what he did and fuck him completely and it just made me even more angry that there were you know comics and like greeting cards about him and I've seen memes that people think are funny or like cannibal jokes or whatever and I just I can't laugh at that shit especially when I think about like this these are people's children this is someone's brother this is someone's like father you know this is someone's cousin this, you know I just uh I can't I can't allow myself to go there and be like oh that's funny it's not it's not fucking funny but Jeffrey Dahmer was able to get away with this shit for years because the cops just didn't give a flying fuck they really didn't care and he was one of the more sloppy killers he wasn't really like a dexter type where he was very you know methodical about like doing like disposing of bodies and whatnot he just had them all over the place, and his plan, his grand plan, was to make a fucking altar. And I don't know if maybe he got that idea from Ed Gein, because Ed Gein kind of did that in a way. And oh, and in the last episode, again, I'm I don't even know how far I got into the last episode, but they did talk about a little bit about John Wayne Gacy, and that's another piece of shit and that like really fucking like made me sick to my stomach again i've I've listened to the john wayne gacy tapes and made me hate him even more because he was just he had the same fucking egotistical sense about himself like bitch boy ted bundy and i will forever refer to ted bundy as bitch boy ted bundy because that's what he was and <laughs> I hope you hear the anger in my voice, because these motherfuckers really pissed me off. And that's why I'm really glad that Jeffrey Dahmer, it was poetic justice for a black man named Christopher Scarver to murder him in prison, because Scarver was in solitary confinement for like a good, I want to say 14 years, and he didn't really know why like why everybody was making such a big deal about fucking piece of shit jeffrey dahmer and and i hated jeffrey dahmer i watched this because like at first i thought maybe he was just so disturbed that he really didn't grasp the seriousness of everything but no because of the way he acted in fucking prison like happy that he was getting fucking fan mail and money and shit from people and then he would mock his victims by like forming his food into body parts and putting ketchup on it to pretend it's blood and making a mockery of that shit no fuck you dude so clean Clearly, you have zero remorse. You know exactly what the fuck you did. Which, yeah, he did admit that he was of sound mind when he committed his crimes. I do not think he had an ounce of remorse whatsoever. He may have said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That doesn't mean jack shit. You could say you're sorry until you're blue in the face. That doesn't make it okay. And whether or not he knew it was okay is moot. So... I do think it was great that, again, a black man took him out. And as far as I'm fucking concerned... He did his civic duty. So hats off to you, mister Scarver, because the world is a little bit of a better place without someone like Jeffrey Fucking Dahmer, who was doing nothing but enjoying the limelight, enjoying living in infamy. You know, it's it's that narcissistic. Any attention is good attention, even if it's for something horrible. So I do think that we're all better off with him getting killed in prison and and he can't ruin any more lives like he ruined tracy edwards life who was his last victim who's also a survivor and tracy ended up being failed by the fucking system too because he did not get the like any kind of sa- psychiatric care that he desperately needed, how can you not, when you not only survive that sort of traumatized, beyond traumatizing event of almost getting murdered, and then you find out exactly what would have happened to you, what your fate would have been, and so there's no way in hell you're coming out of that okay. Even, even if he did get psychiatric help, I think he still would have had issues, obviously, And yeah, it doesn't excuse the crimes that he also ended up committing. He's also in jail because he not only, I believe, molested a boy, he and another man killed someone. They threw him off of a bridge. So yeah, he has to deal with that. And again, yes, I feel horrible that he had to live with that sort of trauma, and then you have the other survivors, like Ronald Flowers, who somehow, someway, got away with his life, and unfortunately, I did find out that he still was drugged and sexually assaulted by Dahmer, but I don't know if it is accurate with the grandmother kind of stopping Jeffrey from killing him. I don't know, so, and I do feel bad that his grandmother apparently didn't know he he did kill about four people in her basement. And that in of itself is pretty fucked, you know? Or maybe she had some sort of idea that something was going on just who really thinks oh yeah my grandson's killing dismembering and eating people in my home like no one no one has that thought so you know you can't really blame her either you can't really blame anyone except for jeffrey himself he had choices and like i said there's tons of people who've gone through things that he's gone through rough childhoods you know there's there's tons of maladaptive mechanisms that don't have to deal with fucking murder. And before I forget, there is a theory floating around that he was possibly responsible for the death of Adam Walsh, who was the son of the host of America's Most Wanted, John Walsh. His son was kidnapped from a mall and he went missing. They ended up finding his head severed from his body. I think they did eventually find his body too, but I don't know. I don't know if maybe he did have something to do with it. It's not like... Dahmer didn't go after children, he did. And yes, not all of his victims were black and brown. I don't know. It It is really eerie to think about that maybe he was responsible for Adam. I sure as shit hope not. So give it a watch if you would like to learn more about the case. Or if you don't, now you know what it talks about. It, talk, it talks about anything else that you've really seen in the other content about Jeffrey Dahmer although if you do want to learn more about the victims then I would give it a watch because that is they've they've been skimmed over throughout the years and again his neighbor Glenda who had to deal with the possibility of almost saving a life if the cops had been Even just a tiny little bit more competent and taking her fucking seriously and then she has to deal with hearing those noises and then dealing with the smell and that smell is never going to go away from your fucking mind, your nose there's no fucking way there is no way and again all this fucking trauma all this hell he's put all these people through whether directly or indirectly he's ruined so many fucking lives and that's what pisses me off the most about him and that's what pisses me off when he gets fucking celebrated and yeah i want more about the victims and their families and how the fuck they're doing how the fuck how the fuck do you even cope with this shit so i'm Going to maybe watch some old 90s Halloween cartoons to calm the fuck down, distract myself. Maybe I'll watch more of animals being released into the wild. Who knows? But again, if you want to learn more about the victims, then maybe give it a watch. Maybe skip over Jeffrey and all that because fuck that motherfucker. And that's been my review of Dahmer, the limited series on Netflix. Thanks fiends. Bye. Just a reminder fiends if you enjoyed this episode or any other episode and you want to support this channel you can feel free to donate any amount you like to the listener support button. Thanks and have a good one.